You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time. From your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash wired. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash wired. Today is Data Privacy Day in the most interesting thing in tech. Scandal number one. Apparently, the information of six and a half million Israelis was exposed because of an error in an app used by the Likud party. That's Benjamin Netanyahu's party. They're preparing for the March 2nd elections and didn't do a good job with data security. So it's unclear how many people accessed the file, but anybody could have accessed the file and seen that information. The story I want to talk about the most, though, for the most interesting thing in tech, is the Equifax hack. Remember that from a couple years ago, that big scandal where, wait a second, all of our data from Equifax has been hacked? Our social security numbers, our names, our addresses? Well, nobody knew who did it. And there's a little bit of a mystery because clearly the data had been hacked, but it didn't end up on the dark web. So if it had been thieves, why weren't they selling it? It's a little bit of a mystery and a little bit confusing. Well, we now seem to have the answer. According to the United States Department of Justice, the hackers were working for the Chinese government. So four people working for the Chinese government, state-sponsored hackers, found a vulnerability in Equifax. It was a vulnerability because a problem with Adobe had not been patched. You know those little updates you get saying, please update your software? Update your software, particularly if you're a sysadmin, because if you don't, you can leave the social security numbers of everybody in America vulnerable vulnerable to four Chinese hackers. So the four Chinese hackers got in, They're able to do all kinds of other things. They're able to exfiltrate the data in a very clever way, taking it in small little packets so the Equifax network would notice. They used Equifax's own secure tunnels to get some of the information out so that it would be harder for the people who work for Equifax trying to do patrols to figure out what was going on. Anyway, big disaster. But now, what happens? The United States and China, for a while, late Obama administration, seemed to be getting along a little better. 
maybe having a truce about hacking. Trump administration, on the other hand, has not been happy with the Chinese government. And the news today, hmm, probably going to lead to some harsh retaliation. I mean, the government of another country, four people working for another country, took the data of roughly 200 million Americans. It's a pretty big deal, and we'll see what happens next. In the meantime, patch your software. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.